to an end but yours continues on guys these lyrics are taking on a whole new meaning for me right now um welcome 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 to another episode uh it's Lindsay here and this episode is gonna work a little different Allie and I are trying a little bit of a different layout I know we say this all the time but life is just so crazy right now but we love this podcast. We love talking to you. We love hearing from you. So no matter how crazy things get, we always want to make sure we're putting in our best content for you. So anyway, a lot of last minute stuff popped up this week. So I'm here to kick off the episode, do a little bit of an introduction, and then I'm going to hand the mic over to Allie and our special guest Dom this week. Dom was on an episode previously talking about Avengers Campus and Disneyland. And if you don't know Dom, it is Allie's boyfriend, and you know, they're the cutesy-wootsy couple, and I'm just, you know, their magical little third wheel, but no, love them. So we are taking a break from spooky season for a hot minute, and we are going to talk about the 50th anniversary of Disney World, specifically Magic Kingdom. There has been so much talk in the past week, if you are any level of a Disney fan, if you are on Disney TikTok, you know about all the stuff um, going on, stuff that left, stuff that's come, what's working, what isn't working, and all that stuff. So that's what we're going to focus on here today. There is a lot to talk about, so we're just kind of, we're just going to get into it. The thing that I'm going to speak on is what I am most passionate about when it comes to the 50th anniversary. And unfortunately, the first part of this is the departure of Happily Ever After. Now, I know I have such a strong bias towards Happily Ever After. I mean, it, it's gotten me through so many hard times in my life. It was there during all of my college programs. I've watched it with so many amazing people. It brought me so much closer with friends and everything else. I mean, to be honest... I could do a whole episode and ramble on for hours about why I love Happily Ever so much, but if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like I don't have to explain that to you. Anyway, I also have a little bit of a confession. So when I went and watched Enchanted, I my whole goal, I was like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to record, it's going to be a real raw reaction, <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. And I listened to it the next day, and oh boy, was it just a whole hot mess. Uh, I was rambling, I was going all over the place, I was just all emotions. Half the stuff I said, I think I repeated about five times, and it just, it was a whole mess. So I'm like, this just proves why I always have a notebook. Allie always makes fun of me for my notebook, but this this is why. So you guys are going to get my real reaction of enchantment our new fireworks spectacular at magic kingdom to celebrate the 50th anniversary which like i said already means no more happily ever after 
And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a warning now. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be blunt. I might be so not nice about it. So if this upsets you, I'm sorry. But, you know, this is Allie and I's podcast. So, you know, it is what it is. So getting right into it. Enchantment. Before I even go into specifics about the show, when I was sitting here kind of putting my thoughts together, it hit me that there is not one mention of Walt Disney or Mickey Mouse in the entire show, which makes no sense to me. I, 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 if you couldn't tell, I'm kind of like baffled at the whole thing. How are you going to have a 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World and not mention Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse? One of the most classic staple Disney quotes is, it all started with the mouse. The partner statue is right in front of the castle. So how do you have a 50th anniversary celebration with no mention of Walt or Mickey? So that right there just kind of really upset me. But anyway... Let's start from the beginning. So the show starts and overall the music was just very slow. Um, I really didn't get that feeling of excitement. You know, when the lights go down, the lights come on, the music starts, you kind of get that like tingle in your in your body or whatever. I just didn't get it. It wasn't there for me. And overall, like again, The artists are very talented. I am not taking away from the people who wrote the song, performed the song. But Jordan Fisher singing Happily Ever After was so powerful and you could truly feel the emotion when he was singing. And I just didn't get that same feeling from this opening song. And again, that's just me. With a song titled You Are The Magic, I expected to feel so inspired and so motivated and just so ugh, like that ready to go feeling and I just didn't overall at least half of the show definitely a solid half of the show it's just kind of like background music and the melodies of different Disney songs um no lyrics at all which kind of makes it really hard to sing along to and when I'm jamming out to you know a Disney show I want to be able to like sing along and dance along The only Disney songs that had lyrics are Almost There, Into the Unknown, and kind of a combination of I Am Moana and Where You Are, also from Moana. And with that being said, those songs are all amazing. I love those songs. But if you think about it, they're all newer songs. And again... That's fine, but this is supposed to be a show celebrating 50 years of Walt Disney World. Why were the staple songs ones from the past five to ten years? You know, I feel like one thing that was so great about Happily Ever After, it combined the classics with the new movies so well. There was barely any mention of the classic movies that led into what we have today. So I don't know. That just kind of let me down too. So no Walt, no Mickey, barely any touches of nostalgia. I also noticed there was a huge focus on the new Disney Plus movies and a lot of Pixar. And again, nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't my cup of tea. 
I wanted more of a, I'm fine that those were in there, but to me it needed more of a balance. I just did want to note the observation that there was a lot of focus on Pixar and Disney+, Plus, which I thought was kind of random for Magic Kingdom in general. And taking a break from the music, I want to talk about the castle projections because that's what made Happily Ever After stand out so much in my opinion is the castle projections were amazing. They told a story. There was so much detail. There was a lot going on, but it was a lot going on in a cohesive, organized way. And the projections for Enchantment just really didn't do it for me. I will say the colors on the projections were stunning. They were bright. They outlined the castle beautifully. The colors of the projections were were stunning. I will give it that. But the projections of the characters were kind of a hot mess. They seemed very sporadic. A lot of them were blurry. I really didn't understand what I was supposed to be following along to. Like there was a scene with Raya and the Last Dragon and Raya is just kind of chilling at the bottom of the castle, not moving. And there's just a lot of stuff going on up top, but there was never any interaction between the two. So I just, I don't know. I just, a lot of the stuff, I just didn't understand what was supposed to be happening. I didn't understand what I was supposed to be feeling. So the projections of the characters really just didn't make a lot of sense to me, especially the villains section of the fireworks. So the song for the villain section is um, The Night on Ball Mountain, which um, kind of a side note, and this really isn't a knock to enchantment. It was just, to me, The Night on Ball Mountain is such a huge part of Fantasmic. So if it's already such a big part of a different night show, I don't know why we would make that a feature in another night show, but... Not really a knock, just something, again, another observation I had. With that being said, in the villain section of a fireworks show, you would expect to see villains, right? But I guess not. The only villain you actually see during this whole section is you see Maleficent for a hot second, and then you see Chernabog at the very, very end for a hot second. 90% of the villain section was just projections of the heroes looking scared. Which, okay, if you would have thrown that in there with the villains, kind of like they didn't happily ever after, great, that would have been fine. But what's the point of having a villain section if you're just gonna really show more of the heroes? I don't know, again, it just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Which, if you're noticing, is kind of the theme of, <laughs> the theme of this conversation. So at this point, you know, we're kind of leading into the finale of the show. And I'm not going to lie, I'm just kind of sitting there feeling confused and a little disappointed. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? We just lost happily, we just lost happily ever after. You're not being fair, blah, 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 blah. But then we get to the part that kind of put the nail in the coffin for me. You know, we're getting towards the end. And now it's the part where Tinkerbell flies. There was absolutely no buildup no buildup. They had, like, the music just never, there was never a buildup in the music. There was just never a buildup in anything. The only cool part for me was they did have this little sparkle effect that shot up um, into the tower where she does fly from, which I thought was cool. But again, with fireworks shows, the music is such a huge part of what carries the show. And there was no change in music or anything building up to that moment. So she flew and I was just like, oh, 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 okay, there she is. It was very boring, very bland, like I said, no buildup, and it just seemed very sporadic. 
I mean, I love my girl Tank. I'm glad she still flew because honestly, at this point, I just fully expected her not to fly because, you know, it would have saved Bob Chapek a couple bucks. But, you know, that's a whole other conversation. So, yeah, that just kind of put the nail in the coffin for me. Because again, I'm trying my hardest not to compare it to Happily Ever After. I'm trying to just do it from a, you know, a solo standpoint. But it's really hard not to compare, especially when there were specific things that were pulled from Happily Ever After. And this was one thing, you know, I have to compare the two. In Happily Ever After, the song building up to Tink flying, where they just keep saying, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. And then they hit the high note and she just goes, it Ugh. I'm even just talking about it gives me chills and unfortunately they just didn't hit the same note in enchantment for me again this is all my opinion if you don't agree with me awesome if you do agree with me let's talk some more later so to finish it up I'll stop rambling <laughs> you know happily ever after you know every time I saw it I'm so grateful that I got to see it as much as I did and every time I saw it I always had chills I was always welling with tears when Go the Distance came on. I had all the feels. And with Enchantment, I honestly just felt nothing when it was over. At the end of the day, I'm not going to say I hated it. It is still a Disney show. It is still very well put together. It's still really cool to watch. I definitely will still watch it. I love fireworks. To me, it just really fell short of the expectation you know this was the 50th anniversary celebration they've been amping the show up for months and to me it just didn't hit that expectation so I would love to hear from you this has definitely been a hot topic in the Disney community but for right now I am going to hand the mic over to Allie and Dom and they are definitely going to give their opinions about enchantment so far they've experienced a lot more of the 50th stuff than I have they're going to talk about Harmonious, which is uh, definitely a big one. They're going to talk about some snacks, some merchandise, and just overall some different things going around at the park. So, Allie and Dom. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. So, as Lindsay mentioned, Dominic is going to be our guest star today. He's been begging me to be back on an episode since he was on our last one that he was on, right? Have I? Really? Yes, yes. Trust me, he has. So, like Lindsay said, we have experienced a little bit more of uh, the 50th and everything that's going on in Disney World. Dominic's experienced more than I have. Which um, is kind of surprising, honestly. I know. Because you're usually the one in the parks all the time. Yeah. Uh, just with work and everything, it's been crazy. I have a different schedule than I'm used to. I'm working nights a lot of times, which I'm not used to. So, Dominic gets to go and play in the parks. I'm so jealous. Lots of rides. Lots of rides. He, he hates going to the parks with me because I am very content sitting on the hub grass and never riding a single thing and just eating food. And he is very much not content with that. I don't hate going to the parks with you. I just don't understand not going on the attractions. But. You know. Anyways. So, we have seen Harmonious. He has seen Enchantment. I have not seen it. But the reviews I've heard are pretty much what Lindsay said. It just seems like a big advertisement for Disney Plus and doesn't give people the feels. But I've heard the projections are awesome. Yes. In my opinion, the projections were superior to Happily Ever After. Yeah. Um, and just to preface this, if you didn't listen to the episode I was in, I wasn't the biggest Happily Ever After fan. Not that my opinion matters more than Lindsay's or Allie's, but I have more of an obje objective opinion on yeah. 
enchantment because I wasn't emotionally attached to Happily Ever After. And we were, obviously. Tears streaming down my face the last night of Happily Ever After. So what is your opinion on it? So overall, I gave Happily Ever After a C plus out of A. Uh, a grade. Jeez. And yeah, C plus for me. I, I was a big wishes person. I always will be. For me. Um, I give Enchantment a D. The only reason I didn't give it an F is because it's at Magic Kingdom. In my opinion, it is the second worst nighttime show of, in the history of Disney parks that I have seen. The only worst one being Rivers of Light at Animal Kingdom. I thought that was cute. And the only, like I said, the only reason it's not worse than Rivers of Light is because it's at Magic Kingdom and has some Disney things in it. Okay, you guys have to remember that Dominic is very opinionated and is the world's biggest critic on everything. So take this with a grain of salt, and if you enjoy Enchantment, then it's for you. It's just not for Dominic. Yeah, no, it's definitely not for me. I, um... You know, it's like when you're a kid and you get in trouble and your parents are like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Yes. And that's, I feel like how a lot of people are with Disney right now because like for the 50th anniversary, is that really the best you have? Like that's yeah. the best you can do is that. It's almost just like insulting to us that we're supposed to be okay with that. Yeah. Well, I personally thought Harmonious was good. Oh, I thought you were still talking about Enchantment. No, we were, but I'm changing the oh. subject. Because Lindsay talked about all of that. So we can move on to Harmonious. I liked it. So it starts off with Frozen and Moana, which are like my some of my favorite Disney movies. I think that's what it was. It got me. It got a good introduction. I enjoyed it. I also um, I enjoyed Harmonious. I gave that one like a B-. minus. Um, I still I liked Illuminations more. Eliminations is awful. Well, that's your opinion. It but takes a lot of people disagree with you. 30 minutes uh, for that globe. But when it finally goes out on the water. Yeah, after 30 minutes and I'm asleep. Well, anyway. Um, Harmonious is not a bad show. It's definitely worth seeing 100%. You should go see it. You do have to be in a certain area, though, to fully experience the show. Yeah. And I feel like the Imagineers should have thought of that before they installed something like that at mm -hmm. Epcot. Um, there were some, I don't really want to spoil it too much. There was a really, the ending is really cool how they did it. And the only thing I have with Harmonious is some of the transitions between songs were too short. Okay. I feel like they could have let them play on a little bit longer. But a normal person's not going to sit there and be like, oh, that was too short. Like, they're going to enjoy the show. So, again, take this with a grain of salt. Because well, like, normal people don't look at well, that I stuff. feel like people that listen to this podcast aren't just normal Disney people. So, are you saying you didn't like Harmonious? No, I, I definitely enjoyed Harmonious. It's just not, like, it's not going to, it didn't blow me away. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I got to grow up going to Disney, so everything I saw there was amazing because I was a kid. Or if Disney's just lost their touch in the past few years with things with me, mm -hmm. I can't really decide what it is. But Harmonious, definitely worth your time. I'm I sure like a lot it. of people will love it. But as you, like you said, it's not like <clears throat> Illuminations or Epcot Forever. Yes. Where you can watch from anywhere. You have to be in a certain Yeah, spot. you have to pretty much be in the center. It's also very IP-driven. 
Uh, so it's basically just like saying how the world connect. We connect with the world through music, and it plays Disney songs from all over the world mm -hmm. in, in their native languages. In, in their native languages, yeah. So it's it's a good show. I'm not the biggest nighttime spectacular person like Allie and Lindsay are. Yeah. Like I'll be the kind of person that'll leave the park during that, or I'll go on a ride that usually has a long wait. So, I don't know if I'll necessarily go out of my way to watch Harmonious again. Uh -huh. Like, if I'm at the park, I would stay for it. Enchantment, I will honestly never watch again if I don't have to. Yeah. Like, ever. It's just that bad, really. I, I want to see it, and I'm trying really hard to not form an opinion until I see it in person. Because everybody's got lots of opinions about that show. It's just, like, for me, I want Happily Ever After back. And I, like I, I said, too. I don't even have an emotional attachment to Happily Ever After. Just the first thing I thought of when Enchantment was over was just, like, why is this even here? Yeah. To kind mm -hmm. of piggyback off Lindsay a little bit, if you're expecting a fireworks show that celebrates 50 years of Walt Disney World, this is not the show for you. Yeah, it doesn't mention, like you guys said, it doesn't mention Walt, Mickey, literally any of it. There's, you wouldn't even know that the 50th anniversary is going on yeah. in the show. So, enough with fireworks shows. If you guys go and see any of them, please let us know your opinions. We love to hear your opinions about everything and what you guys thought of the shows and your take on it. But now let's get into the fun stuff. Let's talk about the food that they have for the 50th. So Dominic and I went to the new Steakhouse 71 yesterday, and Dominic got... The Waltz hash for breakfast. It was very good. Steakhouse 71, the atmosphere is awesome. Yeah. It's in that newly redesigned contemporary lobby area. Mm -hmm. um, it's I guarantee you every meal there will be good. We've only done breakfast so far, but I for sure want to do lunch and dinner as yeah, well. Yeah, Dominic finished his hash and was like, I want another one. Like, yeah. it was that good. He loved it. They also have some special stuff for the 50th. They have this drink. It's called the Iridescent Sipabration. So you get, it's just lemonade. Yes. And then they have different characters that you can get. I got Mickey, and it changes the color of your lemonade and gives it, like, it has edible glitter in it, so it makes it glittery, too, which I'm a sucker for some edible glitter. And then you throw in that you get to keep the cup, too. That just sold me. Yeah, so it's $10, um, which I think is kind of a fair price because essentially you're just paying $6 for the cup. Yeah. And it is a cool cup. It's not the highest quality, but the it's designs cool. on it are pretty cool. You definitely can't put it in the dishwasher. Definitely ha needs to be hand-washed. Yes, definitely needs sure. to be hand-washed. But it's really cute. It says, like, the 50th anniversary. It has all the characters around it. And it's fun, especially for kids, if you're taking your kids they would love to drop the character in and watch their lemonade change colors and get glittery. And I think it's really worth it. And they have them at a lot of table service. I think it's supposed to be all the table service are supposed to have them. Mountain space. Well, you guys are different <laughs> too. So probably all of the Disney, Disney owned restaurants. Isn't it interesting how all the cool stuff for the 50th is merchandise and food, which you have to pay extra to get. Oh yeah. It's because Disney is a business that lost a lot of money during the pandemic, as did everyone else, but they're trying to make it up. So they're cutting corners on stuff. The, Dominic, you always preach to me, they are a business. Disney is a business. And that's just how they're running it right now. They're, no. take, they're not caring as much about the magic and 
creating all of those special memories for people, they're more interested in making money for their company. So I think what I'm what I'm scared of is going to happen is obviously you cannot please everyone. That's an impossible task. Mm-hmm. I think Disney's kind of catching on to this, and they're going to be like, you know what? If we just like halfway something, some people like it, some people won't. Yeah. We're still not going to please everybody anyway. So who cares what the fans think? Like someone's going to like it. You know, I'm hoping that it's not that. And like I said, everybody's going through a tough time right now, business wise. So I'm hoping that they will continue to care about the guests and making magic because that's what keeps people coming back. People come back for that magic. And if you take that away, not a, a lot of people won't come back for it. Well, I can personally say uh, I work valet at the, some of the DVC resorts. Mm-hmm. And I've had a few guests that they said their stay was terrible. And I'm like, oh, no, what happened? And they tell me, I say, are you going to come back? They say, absolutely. So there's really not, like, there isn't, a guest that loves Disney isn't always going to come back, even if they have bad experiences, because they're addicted to it. We are addicted to Disney. Yeah. Even if they put out, like, if they tore the castle down and put an inflatable castle up, people would still come to Disney. Yeah. Like, there's nothing they can do that's so bad to get people people to stop coming, and they know they can get away with it. Yeah. All right, and we went off on a tangent there. That was so. Big they have some cool foods cup though. Dominic and I are very excited to go to the Plaza. Yes. Why are we excited to go there? The Monte Cristo is a 50th anniversary item that they have at the Plaza, and I've heard it's very close to the Disneyland one that you can get at Cafe Orleans. Yes. So if that is true, that would be absolutely amazing. And what I'm very interested to see is, at Disneyland, you can email their chef, their food people over there, whatever it's called, and they can make you a gluten-free Monte Cristo. So I'm very curious to see if the plaza will be the same way. Yeah, that would be definitely awesome for people with allergies. The plaza also has... This massive Sunday. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that did so look good. It reminds me of the kitchen sink. If you guys have ever been to Peaches and Cream, the kitchen sink is like a million different flavors of ice cream and brownies and a whole can of whipped cream on top and cherries and it's massive. And they're doing a similar thing to that at the plaza, but it has a pretzel. A Mickey pretzel. Oh, that. Okay, I thought I was thinking of something else. There's a Mickey pretzel, brownies. It, it looks like the kitchen sink. Yeah, there's. But, a, I think there's like a milkshake or something at the Plaza too for the fiftieth. That looked really so good. I'm if gonna... you guys are coming for the fiftieth and looking for something special, we recommend going to the Plaza, obviously, because they have a lot of options. I'm gonna go off on a little tangent again. The Plaza, we've eaten there before. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's really hard to get in because the restaurant is literally two rooms. Like, you walk in there and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so small. Yeah, there's but if, no space. It's pretty, like, for instance, they have a sandwich there. It's $17 for table service at Disney, and it tastes really good. It comes with fries. Like, you're not going to break the bank over that. Yeah, Plaza is definitely worth and going you if you can get in. can see the castle. You can see Main Street watch the parades go by we really enjoyed it it was our first we went for the first time a couple weeks ago and it just makes it even better because they have um lots of stuff for the 50th right now so so this is what i was talking about the marceline mudslide Mm. at the plaza it's a blend of 
Breckenridge Vanilla Porter Beer with vanilla ice cream, chocolate syrup, whipped cream, and chocolate like pearls Ooh. on top. I'm sure that's really good. Yeah, that sounds amazing. They also they have so much stuff, so much food for the fiftieth right now. A lot of food. They have a lot of food. They have a caramel pineapple or a coconut pineapple popcorn in mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. They have lots of new floats out everywhere. They have. I think I'm most excited to try that coconut pineapple popcorn. I also got the um. The Bear Track Slush at Pecos Bill, mm-hmm. which is Bark's Root Beer and a Vanilla Slushy. Yum. But it's not, so I thought it was going to be like a Vanilla Slush and they would pour Bark's mm-hmm. in it. It's all mixed together. How was it? It was kind of bland. It was okay. I definitely wouldn't get it again. I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. I don't regret getting it, but How it wasn't that it good. I want to say it was like $6, I want something like that. Which, if you're paying $6 for a slushie, that better be good. Yeah. Like, I will always pay for a frozen Coke at Disney because those things are so good. I don't know what they do, but it is delicious. It is better than any slush icy I've ever had. Honestly, I think they just clean the machines the right way. Like, they really deep clean the pipes and everything. That's what keeps the flavors tasting fresh. Also with the 50th, the merchandise that they have put out, like the retro collection, I want all of it. Dominic wants the lunchbox, the maps, the calendars. The shirts, the shirts are awesome. They brought Toad back for a lot of stuff. Dominic's the biggest fan of Mr. Toad. Wild Adventure, whatever. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes. I hate at that. At Disneyland. Ride. I yeah. hate that ride. It's so scary. If you've never gone on it, don't take your children because it's terrifying. It's a whimsical ride through the countryside. Okay. But no, so the merchandise, the vault collection, I think that's what it's called, is all amazing. So many cool shirts, tape, plates, you know, vintage lot lunch boxes, like Allie said. Mm-hmm. All good stuff. I wanted the Starbucks cup. It's $50. You yeah. and a lot of people want that Starbucks cup. I will not cup. be paying $50. I don't know if you guys saw the videos of people fighting over it, but that is not worth it in my book. That is insane. Fighting over a tumbler cup. Just make your own. <laughs> I bet you, um, how long is this celebration? 18 months? 18 months. So I bet you in 19 months they'll have those cups at Cast Connections. Yes. I hope, because I'm not spending $50. I'll spend and 20 they'll be like 25 probably, or $30. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of really cool stuff going on for the 50th. We are so blessed that we get to be a part of it. Um, but like they said, this stuff is going on for 18 months. So if you guys want to come see it, if you want to experience it in person, it'll be here for 18 months. Oh, we forgot about Ratatouille. Oh yeah, Ratatouille opened. I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind because we wrote it before it opened. That's true. And I have true. not gone back since. But like, that's another thing. You're the ride that you opened for the 50th anniversary is so forgettable that we completely forgot to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But that's not entirely their fault because of COVID and delays and stuff. So I don't want to rip on them. But yeah, it's a really fun ride. Um, The technology is similar to Rise of the Resistance and Mickey and Minnie's. Yeah, it's it's definitely a much needed attraction at Epcot. Definitely add another attraction there. And especially one that like all ages can go on. Mm -hmm. So lots of new stuff here. Lots of fun experiences and foods to try and... You guys can come watch the new shows. 
and we are excited to hear everyone's opinion, hear what you guys think about everything. These were just some of ours, and as we try stuff throughout the next 18 months and experience new things, we will definitely give you guys our opinions. But I wanted to thank Dominic for being on this episode with us. Thank you for having me. And it is not goodbye. It's see you real soon. I